Welcome to Mentor Chat, our little space in podcast land to talk about the importance of mentoring and the impact strong, supportive relationships have on the lives of young people. Supporting young people. Sounds like a great idea and something we as adults can all get on board with, right? But providing nurturing support can be a little trickier than it sounds. Whether you're a mentoring provider, community organization, school teacher, parent or caregiver, or an adult looking for new ways to support the kiddos in your lives, we've got some great info for you, and we're glad you're here. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our pilot episode of Mentor Chat. This is Michelle and Ashley, and we are your hosts. In tuning in to Mentor Chat, you can expect us to talk about the importance that mentoring has on creating supportive, strong relationships in the lives of young people. I'm curious, who helped you get to where you are today? Maybe it's a teacher who helped you graduate high school. Maybe it's a neighbor who encouraged you to try a new hobby. Maybe it's a colleague who inspired you to go for that new career path. Think of someone who, without his or her support, you might have had much harder time getting to where you are today, or maybe have not gotten there at all. The person you're thinking of is a mentor to you. This person likely supported you, encouraged you, and made you feel cared for. They likely empowered you to set goals and achieve them. Seeing as this is our very first podcast ever, we thought we'd devote today's discussion to a question that will help lay the groundwork for all of our upcoming talks. Why mentoring? So before we dive further into the question, why mentoring, I'm going to ask you, Ashley, who was that person for you? Who was that? Who helped you get to where you are today? So there's been a lot of people in my life who have um, positively influenced me and helped me get to where I am today. But I feel like the most notable person in my life was a teacher who I had actually in elementary and middle school. And she was a great support. Um, She... Um, challenged me to like dream big and aspire to do great things and then also help me start to build the skills to do that even at a young age and I still think about her a lot to this day and I'm really thankful for how she supported me and how she pushed me Awesome. I love that that hearing teachers, I think back and I can remember every teacher since grade school. Um, so it really shows the importance of like teachers, whether whether we were they were our favorite teacher or not, right? Like we can easily recall on teachers. What um I'm just curious, what subject did she teach and did she have did that subject have any connection to to what you do now? No, because it was elementary middle school she was um, like a general education teacher so we learned everything from her um, which she was good at most of the things so I think it was great (laughs) awesome yeah when I think back about um, who helped me get to where I am today 
um, who quickly comes to mind were friends' parents. Mm. Um, and I felt like that's so interesting because it, it also, for me, similar to you, like um, elementary, middle school, like they laid that foundation. That's at a time, and, and not not that we're not there here now, but I feel like it's much different. Um, the cliche, it takes a village, right? Yeah. And I know my family relied on the village. I spend a lot of time um, hanging out with friends and the community um, and it was their parents, right, who mm-hmm. reinforced things that I was learning at home. And I just looked to them as an extension of so that they were that support for me. So very informal, very natural ways. Um, but I can really recall, you know, when I asked earlier, was that a neighbor who encouraged you to try a new hobby? I just think of all the, the cool things that I've learned from um, friends' parents and their own career paths and um, their tough love, if you will, that those are the folks that come to mind for me. So really at an early age. Are there any moments that stick out in your brain, like any specific moments? <laughs> you know, Ashley, it's funny that you ask if I can recall a personal story. I Actually, one that sticks out to me in relation to my friend's mom being what I would consider, you know, that informal mentor to me. I remember one time when we were kids, and, and when I say kids, I, I, I'm thinking um, high school, we're about the high school age. Uh, my friend and I were at the local store and we were just picking up something, you know, snacks or whatever before my friend's mom had was coming to pick us up to go back to her house. I remember the lady at the counter and I, I don't remember what sparked her displeasure or what the case may have been. Like there was a five student limit. So there may have been a number of us there at the time since the mm-hmm. school let out. But it was just my friend and I that were together. And I remember the lady and she may actually it felt so like this is just us, but she may have been talking to a group of kids that I don't I don't recall. But she told us to go back. We just need to go back to where we came from. And we were like, well, what does that mean? And it was hurtful. And we looked at each other. But I remember when her mom picked us up, we told her what happened. And she was not not happy, as you can imagine. And I remember her going back to the store and taking us in with her and her just being able to with so much class and professionalism, but stern, like tell the lady, don't talk to my kids that way and insinuate, quote unquote, where they've come from, whatever that meant to her. And she went on to tell her like she was a professional and, you know, (laughs) just kind of. gave her a piece of her mind in that moment but you know when I thought back and thinking about who those mentors were that time stands out to me because that was one of the times you're like wow she really advocated not only for her daughter but for me Mm -hmm. and it didn't feel like you know how dare you talk to my daughter that way like I knew she went in there to really stand up for us and and it was such a critical time and I think I remember it so well is because it really helped set the trajectory for how I'm able to respond in times of unfair treatment you know just based on the color of my skin. I really feel like she said that to us because of the color of our skin. But there have been times like that throughout growing up that I remember, you know, my friend's mom specifically really just being that 
mentor taking me under her wing. She really had the ability to advocate, to see an adult advocate for you in that way and stand up against wrongdoing and and really care about my well-being, our well-being in that way has been something Mm -hmm. that has stuck with me all this time. So that's one example that I could share of that informal mentoring that happened for me. Wow, that's got to feel really validating too. I feel like when she stands up for you and then also know that an adult has your back. Yeah, yeah, that felt good. So in thinking about, you know, why mentoring, you know, I think we could share stats for why they're important. Um, But I think about just the time we're in now, we're we're in the midst of a pandemic, we're in the midst of um, social unrest, like, what are your thoughts around like educating our listeners on why we're even having this conversation today? Yeah, I mean, with the pandemic, I think it's more important than ever to give young people those strong support systems. With a lot of virtual schooling or like learning at home, they've lost a lot of those supports that they would have through school. I mean, they still have access to their teachers online but they don't have the same access. And so I just think it's incredibly important right now to reach out to young people and let them know that we're there, like we're still there for them, even if we can't be there in person. Um, We still like care about them and what they think and we're still interested in like helping them grow, even though we might be like stuck at home. Or even as like the world sometimes feels like it's crashing down on us, like they're still an important piece of it. And that they're not getting lost in all of these big things that are happening. Yeah, and that's, um, I think it, in in all these big things that are happening, like it's it can be hard for families. And I think it, it's easy for the kiddos to get lost. Like, mm-hmm. thank goodness for technology um, and like phones and games where you could chat with your friends, etc. cetera. Um, and I noticed my kids, particularly, that's how they remain connected with their friends. But I know when the, the pandemic initially hit that that was hard as far as just like all of a sudden you can't go back to school. You can't see your friends. And then you don't have the same interaction with your teachers, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about how the teachers are <laughs> a big role in helping um, create impactful, lifelong <laughs> relationships and support for young people just um you know, in your example, so you think about not being able to have access to your teacher. Um, that was really tough on, on my kiddos because learning was more independent, you mm-hmm. know, at the, the onset of the pandemic. And they honestly, I, I saw them gravitate toward other family members. <laughs> I don't know if they got sick of interacting with us at home. But um, other family members, like we would, you know, they would create um, Zoom calls with their cousins or um, look to the neighbor, like to do things outside. Um, and it seems small, but I noticed for them, like that was their their saving grace, right? Mm-hmm. Is being able to engage with adults outside of our home um, and have those connections so, so that they didn't, you know, we didn't lose sight of <laughs> Um, having those other supportive relationships for them. I think school really is that we we see, you know, a big way for those um, opportunity for caring adults to create um, impactful relationships with young people. Um, So that I think those happen in more informal ways. 
Um, you know, being employees of the mentoring partnership, right? We work with 150 plus formal mentoring programs in Western Pennsylvania. What do you think about, you know, the these formal connections? And we, we've seen firsthand how the pandemic has affected these formal connections. Formal meaning, you know, uh, an adult is matched with a mentee at minimum, you know, for a course of a year, meeting an hour a week. And then that relationship having to take a different turn during the pandemic. What are your thoughts about those more formal mentoring relationships? I think we talked a lot about those more informal with teachers and friends, parents and community members. Um, What are your thoughts about the importance of that, those formal mentor relationships? Well, I think it's been really impressive to see these formal mentoring programs pivot and adapt very quickly to the changing circumstances in changing how they're doing mentoring and how they're thinking about how they're doing formal mentoring. I really applaud those people. I know it's a lot of work to completely like change your platform and to try and coordinate with everyone from a distance. Um, I think formal mentoring is unique also because it can hone in on like a like specific skills or like a specific like topic. Sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it'll just be like general, but sometimes it's specific to developing like professional or like life skills or to like reading. And so it can be a good way for youth to seek out very specific types of mentoring. I also think in formally like establishing that relationship, you can create expectations like from the beginning and also like boundaries because those are really important. And you can know from the beginning, this is my mentor and this is what I want to get out of this relationship. I can like build this relationship and I can set like specific goals around that. And you know that you have this person to go to and you know that they're going to be there consistently. Like they have formally committed to however long, whether that's a year or you know that they're going to like be there for you. And I think that that consistency mm-hmm. is really important. And like knowing that they're going to be there to help build a lot of trust. Yeah, I think that is critical, right? So in thinking back about, um, you know, when we talked about those informal relationships in my personal experience and recalling back, like even though I knew I could look to friends' parents, like if I if I was struggling with something, it wasn't like I, I called my friends' parents, right, and talked to them. It wasn't until like later in life where I felt I had more those formal Uh, that type of formal mentorship where I knew like, okay, if this specifically related to career, like, okay, if this is going on, I know this is my go-to person, right? They have established themselves as my mentor. So I could talk to them about my career path or um, Mm -hmm. kind of bounce things off of them. And I think that is the, the plus in mentor, you know, the mentoring of those formal relationships, especially now, because in those informal, like we talk about teachers and those more informal relationships, if you don't have access to them or only through, you know, Google Classroom or something like that, yeah. it's harder to 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 connect with your go-to person when you have your mentor and you want to send them an email or, you know, a text. It's I feel like it's easier to check in. It's easier to know who to go to, right? Um and and like you said, if you establish those expectations early on and you have those boundaries, then you know what that communication looks like, what it entails, what it's centered around it's, it feels stable, right? It it feels, um, 
yeah, it, it feels very stable, very supportive. And I think that's the the beauty of mentoring. Like you can have informal relationships um, with formal relationships, or you can have a more formal mentoring or just more natural mentoring, but that it all serves a purpose, right? I, I honestly say I would not be where I am today without the help of other people and that that looked differently throughout the course of my life but I really have valued most you know those informal and formal relationships for very different reasons. Speaking of formal and professional mentors I actually just got my master's I finished my program this summer and toward the end of the program I had to do my own research which spanned over two different semesters and I had the same instructor for both of those and she became like a mentor to me and even though it wasn't through like a formal program I think of her as a formal mentor because we were kind of like matched together and she was my instructor and when I signed up for the class that was a match so through the process of going through this class and this research process I knew that whenever I had a question about this specific thing question about my research that I would go to her and that she would be there to answer questions. I think that she, in her role, was very mentor-like. She was supportive and offered advice, but also held me and other students accountable to what we needed to get done and also to a high standard. Even now that I have graduated and that I'm done, she's still there for me in a professional sense. And I know that if I have questions, about this profession or this career or about going forward with my research that she's someone that I can reach out to. And I know that that was a really valuable relationship for me. I haven't had a lot of formal mentors in my life, um, specifically in terms of my career and my professional side. A lot of the mentors in my life, even in my professional life, um, have felt very informal. So I really appreciate the role that she played in that professional journey. And I learned so much from her and that has really stuck with me. And I know that will benefit me in the long run in terms of the skills that I gained, um, the knowledge that I have now. And I know that she's played a big role in building my confidence and my ability in this field and like in this career path. And I know that I'm going to carry that with me as I continue. So I want to tell the listeners, I think there's a lot of, with that formal mentoring, um, you mentioned those, being able to set those expectations and have those boundaries. And I, you know, we hear, we get a lot of calls um, and inquiries from people wanting to be mentors, but really not knowing what that entails. And I think there's some um, uncertainty, <laughs> like what that, what does that commitment involve? If I go from, like, I know a lot of, talked to a lot of people that see themselves as like this natural mentor, but what does that involve if I commit to like a formal mentoring program? Um, what if I can't physically be there? What if I get sick? Or what if the, the young person doesn't like me? I think there's just so many concerns about being in a formal mentoring relationship. There's so many myths about mentoring and we'll tackle some of those throughout future episodes. But I think just wanting to share with listeners through the mentoring partnership and the resources that we have available that we can help minimize some of those concerns through education, training, right? So that for those who might be listening, who are, who are reflecting back and like, hey, I did have a teacher or a basketball coach or 
a, a peer that was even a mentor. And I, I do want to give back in that way, given, you know, that the pandemic and just kind of all the things that are going on right now, like how could how they might want to support a young person is to let them know that there are resources available and that there is quote unquote coaching available to help prepare them and answer questions they have about mentorship. But you could also do so in in the niche of your choice. So you mentioned like a lot of the formal programs we work with, mm-hmm. some have a specific niche. Some are college and career readiness. Some are centered around sports. Um, some are centered around just outdoor activities in general, right? That some are virtual, some are in person, that there's so many ways to get involved that it, it's not, it doesn't look like, you know, one thing. You can find something that fits your schedule and what you're interested in and what you're good at. Exactly, exactly. It's not for um, mentoring is not for a certain group of kids or a certain group of adults, right? We all benefit from having those um, supportive relationships. So you're right. It could be <laughs> summer in the evening, summer during the day, that there's just so many different ways to to volunteer and to, to connect. So I think our stay inspired for today, we want to share a clip, right, from some young people talking about, you know, what it means to have a a mentor in their life. So that'll be our stay inspired for today. So let's share with listeners this small clip. All right, here we go. If you mentor me. If you mentor me. If you are there for me. I will will miss miss fewer days days of school. If you mentor me. If you mentor me. If you listen. If you mentor me. I'll be 55% more likely to go to college. If you mentor me. Mentor me. If you mentor me. If you mentor me. I'll be more likely to volunteer in my community. If you mentor me. I'm less likely to start with I'll be 81% more likely to play sports. I will be empowered. I'll have a more equal chance to realize my dream. If you listen. I will have healthier relationships. If you mentor me. Mentor me. If you are there for me. One day, I become a mentor too. Become a mentor in real life. Oh, I just love the If You Mentor Me clip. Um, It's nothing like hearing youth voices talk about the impacts of mentoring on their lives. You know, in that that clip you heard, the young people talk about that they'll miss fewer days of school if they're mentored and that they're 55% more likely to go to college. Research shows that uh, 46% are less likely to start using drugs and you know our topic today was why mentoring right and you hear some of these young voices just talk about the the impacts that it has on not only their short-term but long-term outcomes research shows that um, it impacts the overall health and well-being of young people and i think in the clip um, if i can remember correctly i've heard it a number of times but they're more likely to also volunteer and become a mentor, right? So it creates this ripple effect in in giving back and supporting each other. And we know that relationships really do have the power to transform not only young lives, but adult lives. And we'll talk about more about why mentoring throughout the podcast and the different topics as you join in to hear more and more episodes of Mentor Chat. But really like to end just knowing that you 
you know, hearing from the young people say, if you mentor me, right, one day I can be a mentor too. And I think that ripple effect is critical in thinking about how this is just ongoing intentional support that caring adults can give to young people that one day too, that they'll be able to give back and offer similar support. So in in closing today, we want to give listeners an opportunity to reach out to learn more. If, if, if listeners are interested in how they can learn more about mentoring, they can, of course, check out our show notes. They can go to our website, mentoringpittsburgh.org. What are some other ways that you're thinking of right now off the top of your head that if folks want to learn more about mentoring? Well, they can listen to the next episode of the podcast. Yes, they um, can. Which will be coming out and will be about specifically myths around mentoring. So look out for that too. Awesome. Awesome. So we want to just thank our listeners for tuning in to our very first podcast. Yay. Thanks for joining us. Um, We hope you'll join us for our next episode. Like Ashley said, where we'll be tackling mentoring myths and the truth behind them. So thank you again for joining us and we hope you'll chat with us soon. Thanks, Ashley. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us on Mentor Chat. You can check out the show notes where we provide additional resources, links, and other information related to this episode's discussion on our website, mentoringpittsburgh.org. There, you can also learn more about mentoring, download free resources, and sign up for our weekly everyday mentoring tips. Have a topic you'd love to see us cover down the road? Email us at info at mentoringpittsburgh.org. Last but not least, thank you to the many caring adults making a mentoring difference in the lives of young people. You are essential. Take care and talk soon.